1170. The answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. guitar there that I never noticed before. Maybe I'm just usually talking at the point in which that guitar music is usually playing. I am a little bit low on dynamite tonight. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was kind of like Big Bang Boom. It was 4th of July yesterday and I'm kind of kind of woke up this morning feeling like I'd kind of like exploded on my dynamite yesterday on the day off. So happy Welcome to the day after a holiday day. I don't know if the rest of you are feeling kind of like I did this morning when I got it. It was kind of like, I got to go back to work today. It's like, it felt like today I should have had another day off. And then it's like, but today is like Friday Eve. So it kind of felt like a Monday. But joining me, whatever day of the week it is, is my buddy, DJ Carrot Stooks. This is how I help humans just like you. You're a DJ Carrot Stick person. See what your DJ Carrot Stick can do for you? (laughs) What can you do for me, baby? Anything you want. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you have uh, you do a great job here helping me keep the show going. Tell me about your uh, your 4th of July. Oh, I had a great do- time down at Ski Beach. Did mm-hmm. a lot of bicycle riding, a lot of eating barbecue, and a great fireworks show. Got to see all the Big Bay boom. And then about 945, there was the fireworks right there by SeaWorld. Now, they oh, were wow. really cool ones. Yeah. You know, back in the day when I was a single gal uh, tearing it up. My girl Lori and I, we used to tear it up down there. Every year on 4th of July, we'd be down on Ski Beach around Crown Point, out with the young kids, having a great time. Now, ever since I've started doing your show, I've, I've kind of opened my eyes to things. And now I don't know if I'm looking into things too much here, uh-huh. but SeaWorld, you know, SeaWorld's, um, I, don't, I don't know what you call that ride, that the real tower ride or whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. They changed their lights for years and years. It always was red, white, and blue. Yep. Now it's blue and a couple purple hues. Yeah, I don't know. It's clearly they're trying to make some kind of political statement over there. And it's like, you know what, SeaWorld, y'all got into enough trouble when the movie came out about what you're doing with the whales over there and, you know, kind of the, the crappy way that some of the whales were treated over at SeaWorld. So you might want to handle your own business. Stop trying to act like you're now going to make some political statement against this country. Handle your business. Take care of yourself over there because, you know, by the way, every, there are just as many conservatives to go to that park as anybody else. I really don't like it when, you know, just like when Disney came out recently with their rainbow ears. It's like every, the left has literally politicized every aspect of our society. And, you know, it's like I was talking about uh, before uh, the 4th of July, the night before, when I was talking about, you know, they're, you know, they're trying to get you woke to the broke. You know, they've got to convince you. I, we were talking about the fact that thirty only 32% of Democrats are extremely proud to be American. It's like, well, what is there not to be proud of on top of saving the world from communism and Nazism and fascism and every other ism out there? We also, oh, by the way, while we were doing that, we just happened to be inventing electricity, the telephone, the computer, pretty much every device that is used right now by liberals to try to destroy this country kind of was created, including Facebook and Twitter, by the way, and Google and all that, kind of created right here in the good old U.S. of A. 
right? Um, so, you know, really, I was kind of hoping that all those that, you know, really hate this country so much and had felt like they didn't have anything to celebrate kind of might have stayed off the road yesterday and uh, stayed away from the beaches since they didn't have anything to celebrate. So, um, <clears throat> 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. Um, but, you know, there there's going to be less celebrating going on with the Dems. Stay tuned because we've got a, a segment coming up a little bit later. What polling is out that's got the Dems even more in despair? It, it's going to go from 32% down to about, I don't know, 31 at the most. Uh, none other than uh, Miss Brittany Hughes, host of Reality Check and editor-in-chief of MRC-TV, is going to be here. First time on the Andrea K. Show, but no stranger to you all. Her videos have gone absolutely viral, over 100 million views out there, and she's going to be here to share her views. Um, lots of talk before the 4th of July about President Trump and, oh, my gosh, he's getting us into this, into these trade wars. It's just, oh, oh my gosh, he's going to destroy whatever economic – same kind of doom and gloom stuff that everybody was saying when President Trump won the nomination. Remember that? Sell off your stocks. He's going to destroy the economy. Trade war what? In the next segment, we're going to be talking about a little bit of, of a battle amongst the war that Trump won tonight. And, oh, he's just winning so much that he had to give a speech tonight in Montana and Big Sky. I think, I think is that Big Sky Country? Is that what they call it there? Big Sky Country, I guess. I don't know. I haven't been there. I'm, I'm a beach gal. I'm not one to really want to go inland too far and uh, hang around in mountains. It tends to get cold in mountains, and they don't have oceans there. But anyway, he gave... Such a great speech tonight. I mean, this man, on top of everything else he's done, every day, he never takes a day off. Remember when he first took office and everybody was complaining that he was spending too many weekends in Mar-a-Lago? What he has accomplished in the first year and a half is extraordinary. But I got to tell y'all, what really jumped out at me more than anything in the speech tonight had me cracking up. Because a lot of it was, you know, a lot of his stuff about great, great um, points about his many successes, but when he started busting on George Herbert Walker Bush for his, <laughs> for his thousand points of light slogan, you don't even know what that is, DJ Carrot Sticks. No, that, I don't remember that. That was slogan. when uh, George Herbert Walker Bush only became president riding the coattails of the great Ronald Reagan, right? So then it's time for him, because he had, was VP, so then it was time for him to uh, run in 92, and he's running up against Bill Clinton, and his what was his campaign slogan? Thousand points of light. Even I don't know what that was about, and I like studied up on it. I thought it was read my lips, no new taxes. Yeah, that yeah, um, that one was more clear that people understood, right? That was actually when he was running for election the first time, right? Um, and then he violated that slogan. So then maybe that's why he came up with the one nobody understood and that was worthless because he didn't he didn't want anything that they would understand to try to hold him accountable. You could for. say, hey, I got nine hundred points of those thousand point light thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got 99, kind of like that song, I got 99 problems and you won't be one. Well, you know what? Um, America decided he wasn't going to be the one to win president at the time. So anyway, loved his speech. Um, you know what else I love about Trump? On top of getting everything else done that he has done in terms of accomplishments so far in this country, um, he has proven that he... Part of his success is that – and America knew this going in. That's why they went to an outsider, a businessman who had over the course – who was a self-made man. Yeah, he was loaned some money from his father, but he took that money – loaned to him from his dad, I think it was like a million dollars, and turned it into a billion-dollar industry that spanned decades and became a global enterprise. This was a man that knows how to get stuff done. He is a maker. He is a doer. And when he sees what is different in corporate America versus politics in Washington is that if somebody's not fitting the bill, 
there's there's been a lot of talk about chaos in his administration. It's not chaos when he fires people. That's what should happen. When somebody comes in, you interview somebody, they you think you've got the right fit for somebody for the job, and when they come in, they're they're either accomplishing everything that you want them to do from from a performance standpoint and adhering to your policies from a cultural and an ethics standpoint, or they're not. And if they're not, they're out. That's part of draining the swamp. So Pruitt got dumped today like a piece of toxic waste because his leadership there was toxic, not because of his fulfilling President Trump's regulations agenda, which was brilliant, which was in huge part of why we've had the economic resurgence that we've had, but, um, but because of ethics issues. And you know what? When President, unlike Obama, when President Trump sees some swamp water seeping out from under the door, he's like, get out of here. You're part of the swamp. You're gone. Unlike Obama, swamp water coming out from the IRS and Lois Lerner and the jackboot of tyranny on American people, and he's calling in for people to bring sandbags in and plug it. That's what went on with the Obama administration. Although it still defies reason why Lois Lerner and anybody else uh, continues to get a pension. But at least he fired Pruitt. And you know what? Whoever he replaces him with, whether it's this uh, young man who's, uh, I guess, the acting um, director at this point of the EPA, whoever it is, they're, they're going to be somebody that President Trump is going to, ex- to expect to fulfill his agenda, and that is roll back regulations that are stifling economic growth, stifling our ability to become energy independent from the countries around the world that want to wipe us off the face of the earth because they hate us and our ideology. They hate us. They probably There's probably about 30% of them over there that hate us un, un, compared to the 32% of the Democrats. Um, speaking of um, uh, despair and all kinds of in, in, in advance doom and gloom stuff about the economy, we're going to take a break. But, but when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the false trumped up exaggerated fears that have been stoked over President Trump and the trade wars. And I think uh, there, and there's not a trade war. There is trumped up fear-mongering surrounding President Trump and his trade deals that he's trying to accomplish and trying to uh, rebalance the trade deficits we have. So we're going to talk to Curtis Ellis, who is from America First Policies, and we're going to talk about a little battle. If there's a trade war, President Trump won a battle today. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Miranda K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. 
We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942. Subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley honoring your well-deserved benefit. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying 4.25% for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're paying too much for your VA loan. Don't get too deep in the process with another lender without a second opinion from Sonia. She even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. President Trump will tell us next week who his pick will be to serve as the next Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court. When he does so, he ought to send a thank you note to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. After all, he's the reason the president now has a second nominee to the high court after he led the GOP effort to oppose the nominee that President Obama put forward during his last year in office. And it's McConnell who has insisted that the Senate vote on Trump's forthcoming nominee before the midterm elections, making it extremely difficult for Democratic senators up for re-election from states that Trump won in 2016, like North Dakota, Missouri, and Indiana, to vote against the president's nominee. McConnell doesn't often get credit for the hard work he does, but he should. Conservatives are on the precipice of another major victory because of the Senate Majority Leader. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me tonight, the day after a midweek holiday. Hopefully your week is wonderful and your, independent, your Independence Day was as well. Um, 888-344-1170 if you'd like to join me for the show. And joining me a little bit later is Miss Brittany Hughes, girl on fire, host of Reality Check and editor-in-chief of MRC TV. Uh, we've got uh, some more to talk about with the immigration issue and debate happening, some poll numbers that's really not going to make the left too happy and uh, some other stories surrounding that. But now we got to talk about the trade wars. Um, as President Trump decided to, and President Trump was elected in part because he said, we're getting our heinies kicked by the rest of the world when it comes to trade and these bad trade deals that we're in and these, we're the trade deficits that we've got. And we're, we're in a, I think a $92 billion trade deficit with the EU. He, he 
was elected in part to do something about it. And he is. But, of course, all the fear-mongering began. We're going to get into a trade war. It's going to destroy the economy, and it's going to be the apocalypse. Uh, joining me to talk about that as well as um, some uh, his suggestion of actually uh, pulling out of the World Trade Organization is Kurt Ellis. Of, he is the um, senior policy advisor for America First Policies. He was a senior cam- uh, campaign advisor for um, the president uh, campaign for presidential election. I'm losing my sorry. Donald J. Trump. Hey, Kurt, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's great to be back, Andrea. Great to hear you. Thanks. I, you know, I was I was lamenting at the top of the show that it's like it's hard for me to come back for the day after a holiday. I just, yeah. you know, it's like I completely it's like I lost all my juju, my dynamite last night, and I'm struggling to get my words back together. So anyway, you are campaign advisor for uh, now President Donald J. Trump on the economics and jobs. And now you're also an economic advisor as well. And you're with America First Policy. So let's talk trade. Yes. Hysteria over the trade. We're going to get in a trade war and we're going to lose. Right. Oh, my gosh. Lordy, lordy. We've been in the trade war, folks. We've been in the trade war and we've been losing. It's been unilateral disarmament. These other countries have been whipping us and we have not even turned the other cheek. We just laid down. Uh, Look, uh, it's, it's real clear, right? This was a decision that was made in the State Department and at the highest levels of government after World War II 70 years ago. The rest of the world was in ashes. We were going to help our allies rebuild Europe, rebuild Japan, rebuild Asia by letting them export their goods to the United States. We had the only consumer market left in the world. We were the richest guys on the block. Come on, sell your stuff to us. We'll send you money that way. And in, uh, in, 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 in exchange, those countries never let us sell our stuff to them, right? Uh, that was the deal. We'll help you rebuild. You can sell your stuff to us even if you keep our American goods out of your country. It worked. We rebuilt those countries, big middle-class uh, thriving democracies in all parts of the world. Unfortunately, if you go to places like Ohio and Michigan and uh, rural parts of the United States, it, it's been decimated. So it's time to rebalance this. Uh, you want to see what a trade war looks like, go to Portsmouth, Ohio. Mm-hmm. You'll see people, you know, shooting up drugs in the middle of the street, uh, shuttered factories, crumbling mills. It makes the ruins of Rome look like uh, Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. It's such a mess over there. So we've got to uh, rebalance these trade agreements. We've, we've got to get them reciprocal, balanced, right? Right yeah. now, you know, Europe charges... 25% tariff on cars. We charge 2.5% tariff. That's an import tax on cars coming from the European Union. And now that President Trump has talked about this, the rest of the world is listening. Even though, even as they say, oh, we hate Trump. This is horrible trade war. The European Union now wants to eliminate all of the taxes on American automobiles. They yeah. Said, you know. <laughs> Imagine that, right? That was the big news today. And before that, what we were hearing is everybody was saying, you're right. They were chiming in. They were saying, well, yeah, you know, Trump's right. We've got to do something with these, these bad trade deals, with this deficit. But tariffs aren't the way to go. Why is he threatening tariffs? Well, how else are you going to motivate anybody to come to the table unless they feel like there's going to be a little pain coming there in? Right, Curtis? Exactly. It's, it's real simple. Uh, he got their attention. And yeah, I, I wrote about this last week is that, uh, you know, we saw the silent Trump supporter 
in, 19, in 2016. That's the voter who would not tell the pollster who he's really <laughs> or she's really voting for. Say, yeah. ah, I'm not voting for Trump. No, no, no. I'm voting for Hillary. Yeah, right. Everybody is going to be 100 percent voting for Hillary. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. People were afraid to say who they were voting for. Now, this year, the silent Trump supporters on the globe, global scale, globally, you mm-hmm. see all of these leaders of countries saying, oh, yeah, Trump's horrible, trade mm-hmm. war, terrible, tariffs bad. Meanwhile, they're all doing it. Uh, Canada is putting in safeguard uh, protection against imported steel and aluminum coming from China. The European Union say we've got to do something about Chinese investment. They're, they're, they're keeping European companies out of China, but now they have a free access to the European market. That's not right. And they say the World Trade Organization needs to be reformed because they've been asleep at the switch. The World Trade Organization is supposed to be the watchdog, making sure everybody plays by the rules. China's been violating, breaking every law. Mm-hmm. And this, this watchdog is, is toothless and anesthetized. Right. It's and the financial the United... Union acknowledges that. Yeah. It's, I mean, so. yeah, it's the, the world, the WTO is, is they're like the financial, you know, he, he, UN, you know, is supposed to be solving right. the world of humanitarian crisis. And we're giving them, you know, how much m- more money disproportionately and, and they're not doing anything. Um, but yeah, so, so Angela Merkel comes out and says, okay, you know, I'm going to reduce or cut the tariffs coming in from Mercedes Benz. Cause that was going into the 4th of July. That was that. And, and Harley Davidson said, everybody was concerned about all that. Um, now, is that an actual commitment on her part or is she just like hinting that she might, where does that stand? Well, it's a very interesting situation they've gotten themselves into over there, Angela Merkel and the rest of the Europeans. So, look, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, uh, Volkswagen, the big German automakers very much want to cut all the tariffs on cars because they're afraid of Donald Trump putting tariffs on their cars coming into the U.S. Unfortunately, Germany can't do that because they're part of A – the European Union. Mm-hmm. They have outsourced their decision making to a bunch of bureaucrats in Brussels, Belgium, right. Right. which is a disaster. So Germany is no longer in control of its own destiny. They've got to convince the high minded Eurocrats in Brussels that this is good. Plus, it gets even worse than that. They are members of the World Trade Organization. And so any deal they make must be compliant with World Trade Organization rules. And the rules are that at least 90 percent, maybe 100 percent of all automobile exporting countries have to agree to this. So you've got China and Japan and everybody else has got to be on board. That's craziness. So again, South Korea. So again, we're seeing the dead end of the sovereignty-eating organizations like the European Union, Mm -hmm. like the World Trade Organization. It is like herding cats to get all these people to agree uh, on something. Right. But and that is, so, excuse, I got to interject here because I'm thinking yeah. about the TPP because, right. you know, even though we're not a member of the EU, you know, we had um, behind closed doors, we had Republicans trying to uh, signing into this TPP that actually involved some court that uh, was able to make um, decisions involving our businesses here. And we didn't even have any opportunity. There was no re- recourse for that. So exactly. that would, that was basically taking our sovereignty away from our economic sovereignty away from us under the guise of a trade deal. Which was, That's right. right. You got that right, Andrew. We were we we 
dodge that bullet. That was the beginning of the same type of setup. Well, did uh, we, excuse me for interrupting, did we die? Are we officially completely out of that TPP disaster? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're completely okay. out of it. It hasn't happened. They're back to the drawing board. You've got all the, uh, the diplomats eating shrimp cocktail and past hors d'oeuvres <laughs> and then negotiating, trying to come up with something. But the Americans aren't at that, aren't at that cocktail party. Well, I so. hope not, especially if, not, if there's Russian ambassadors there, because otherwise then, you know, what, what are we going to do if, if somebody from the Republican Party is seen uh, bumping up against <laughs> another Russian at some point? So um, China, um, what's, what's China going to do? I've only got about a minute left. Uh, that's really what most people are concerned about from these trade deals, because Trump indicates this and then uh, China comes back with threats on their tariffs. Uh, the right. list from them is cars, tractors, um, you know, cranes, motorcycles, airplanes. I mean, a lot of big ticket items. What do you what do you think is going to happen with China? Uh, China is uh, trying to China has more to lose than we do. Uh, they sell more to us than they buy from us. If their economy slows down even a tick. A uh, half a percentage point. You got unemployed Chinese, and those are rather surly people. They're not happy, and there are a lot of them. That regime will find itself very, very, very unpopular in a very short period of time. Um, so they're going to, they, they, like the Mexicans, are trying to aim their tariffs at particular congressional districts uh, with loudmouth senators or members of Congress mm-hmm. to try to influence Trump. It's not going to work. Right. It's not going to work. Well, um, you know, I had tipped to Trump. I mean, what he has gotten accomplished in the last year and a half. And you know what? Yeah, the Dow was down a little bit today because there are some fears. I mean, it's causing a little bit of issues in the stock market. But but that's still held. I mean, it's still I think the market's still up about 30 something percent, you know, since he took office. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm still feeling really good. And when we've got a billion, you know, um, 93 billion dollar trade deficit just with the EU, we got to do something. And it ain't going to happen by playing nice. I mean, that kind of conventional wisdom is what got us into this mess in the first Thank place. Thank you very much. That's exactly right. We've been talking for 30 years, all talk, no action. We finally elected a president mm-hmm. that says, let's get some action here, enough yeah. talk. Well, that's right. I'm into, I'm into biting. I'm not into barking, Curtis. So, hey! Yeah! <laughs> so thanks so much for being here. Look forward to having you back. Anytime, Andrea. Keep it up. Keep right. going. Thank you Go so much. Him, Tiger. All right. Um, yeah, you know, I know talking economics isn't like, like I, I, in fact, I titled this my non-sexy segment of the show. But the reality is, is that, as we all know, it's the economy, stupid. I mean, people, we're going into the midterms. Most people vote according to their economics, the kitchen table issues. That's what they tell us, right? So, you know, I know that it's not as much fun, you know, as talking about, you know, li- the, you know, the latest, you know, whatever out of Hollywood, maybe for some people. But it's important, you know, and, and, and you know, the Republican Party, I don't feel has done a really a good enough job and really uh, Sharing and getting people to understand the basics of economics. There's no such thing as government money. You know, uh, you can, there's no such thing as free. So, you know, taxes, you, you know, you cannot spend, uh, the government, since it doesn't have any money, cannot spend us into prosperity. One of the events that President Trump did that got almost no play was a week ago in which it was at the six month anniversary of his tax cuts. And he actually had real business owners there with him, as well as employees talking about the real world effects on their lives, on their children's lives. He had a mom there who had been with this one company for 20 something years talking about now she's going to be able to put her kid to college. And she was an African-American mother. He, he showed, uh, he uh, brought a guy who owns guy chemicals who had mortgaged his home seven times. 
times to start and grow his business. All those Democrats out there that want to demonize business owners, talked about them as being the one percent or how evil they are. It's mortgage home seven times. When when is any of Maxine Waters, some congresswoman, she's paid by the taxpayer. She never has to worry about her pension. She doesn't have to mortgage her home to make a payroll. Everybody on her staff is paid for by the taxpayers. Uh, you know, he used his savings from his tax cuts and reinvested back into his business. He built a facility that's now five times bigger than his old lab. He has hired how many more people? It led to a 35% increase in sales in Q1 in 2018, 30 new jobs. The Republican Party needs to be out selling this going into the midterms because you know what? The voters aren't going to be out there. That little socialist gal didn't win in New York talking about Russian collusion and or talking about impeachment, even though that's what the left wants. It's really going to be about the economy, and we need to be uh, continuing uh, to talk about this because this is what really matters to people. Having more money in their pocket, businesses being able to grow and hire more people. This is the real deal, man. This is it. So we're going to take a break. Speaking of the real deal, joining me now, the host of Reality Check when we come back, Miss Brittany Hughes. I call her Miss Brittany. She's kind of like Janet Jackson back in the day. Miss Nasty. She's keeping people sane. From MRC TV, don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at AM 1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. 
You've probably never heard of real estate tax lien investing, but banks, hedge funds, and savvy financial experts have been investing in them for decades. Simply put, investing in real estate through tax liens is one of the safest and most lucrative investment opportunities in the world today. With returns of 18 to 24% or more, all mandated by the government. Carnegie Academy is offering a free live event in your area from July 11th through the 14th, where we'll reveal the investment secrets these institutional investors are using to make billions every year. During this free seminar from the world's leader in tax lien education. You'll learn how to get started in real estate investing by acquiring tax liens and deeds, all from the comfort of your home, including learning how to buy and where to find the best deals. Discover how savvy investors are turning tax lien investing into big rewards at this free, all-inclusive seminar. Enrollment is limited, so don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime free seminar from Carnegie Academy. To learn more and to reserve your seat today, call 800-586-0601-800-586-0601-800-586-0601. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Joining me in studio, I wish, you know what, since I started broadcasting Facebook Live, y'all know that it won't let me save the videos with any of my classic AK tunes. But I'm thinking for my bumper song with this next guest, it would be my old favorite from Eve and Gwen Stefani. Do you know that song, Miss Brittany? It's um, Blow Your Mind. Y'all Google oh it. My it's got it back in the archives even for me. Yeah, the, well, I'm a 90s throwback jams kind of gal. So good. I was in elementary school in the 90s, so I understand. <laughs> that was some good times. <laughs> I remember those days. Those were good days. You, girl, you're, she was in elementary. Girl, I got bras older than you. Are you kidding me? Uh, you guys might recognize that voice. It is Brittany Hughes, host of Reality Check on MRC TV. She's also editor-in-chief over there, doing amazing work. Her videos, I mean, just have gone. She's so viral. She's like malware to the left, man. They don't want to see her coming. They don't want to see her videos get out there uh, because she's putting the facts out there. And before she came in today, I was having a laugh because I was thinking, I didn't know since yesterday was a holiday if she was aware of some of the leftist propaganda going out there over immigration. But poor Kamala Harris, you know, on top of being part of the Democrats, 32 percent that's not proud of this country. Then she decides she's going to tweet out on Independence Day that only eight people signed the Declaration of Independence and they were all immigrants. Oh, girl, it was it wasn't good for her because people were like, um, gee, it, you know, actually, it was like 56, 58 people signed it. And, you know, 48 of them actually were born here in the colonies. And it's like, I don't know that she that that was not it. That was not a mistake on her part. I mean, are they are, are they ever mistaken? I mean, is it just really a simple mistake on their part, Brittany, when they're putting out false information? No, you know, I don't think it's a simple mistake. I do think that, you know, some of it might be a mistake, just a failure to, you know, I don't know, use Google, which really isn't that difficult. We have all the information at our fingertips these days. But I think a lot of it, um, you know, and this is something kind of across the board, but I see it with liberals a lot is, I mean, they could say that the sky is pink with purple polka dots and people would believe them. So, you know, so I don't think that they really fear getting called on it. I mean, it's the same thing you just brought up. Immigration is the same exact thing. Um, Just lie after lie after lie, things Mm -hmm. that actually are very easy for people to uh, to check into and to research on their own. I mean, yeah, you have, you might have to do a few minutes of digging, but um, but information is right there at your fingertips. Um, and a lot of people don't do that, unfortunately. So the left, I mean, you tweet out some nonsense in 200 characters or less, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden thousands of people believe you. I think it's 
It's yeah. so sad. And then if you're ABC and you get caught putting out false information, you go, well, you know what? It's still for the good of the cause because it brought this to the, it brought it to the fore, right? Or the time, the, the picture that was used for Time Magazine. They're like, well, it doesn't matter that it was, that it was wrong or if it was a lie because, you know, it actually goes to support the greater argument. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Actually, a couple of days ago, I had somebody tell me on Twitter, I, I called out the, the left for another lie on immigration. And somebody actually point blank told me on Twitter, well, it doesn't matter if it's false information as long as it brings up an important issue. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what, what a, first of all, what an ignorant thing to say. And then also what an incredibly dangerous thing to say. Yeah. Well, next thing I know, 48 hours later, ABC is publishing an actual article making that exact argument that, you know, yeah, was it fake news that Trump lost 1,500 kids? ABC flat out admitted, of course, it was fake news. Those kids weren't lost. That's, you know, that's not what happened. Um, but but it was OK and it was justified because as people were digging for that information, they found out about about this whole separation policy at the border. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, is another thing that lie after lie after lie has been told about that and so much misinformation. But ABC was basically making the point that it was perfectly justified for fake news to go mm-hmm. viral and for the media to run with it, you know, and for, you know, Chris Hayes to be boohooing his eyes out over at MSNBC about mm-hmm. it, so long as it brought up an important issue. And when you right. have a press that is justifying their own lies and saying that the end justifies the means, I mean, we've got a serious problem on our hands. That's really scary because it's also the left that tells us that they want to be in control of Trump. It was actually the left that told us right after Trump won that fake news helped get him elected. And so they really felt like they needed to be in charge of deciding what was fake news and what was real or not. So the very people pushing out the propaganda think that they should be in control of telling us what's actually news and what isn't. A mean Meanwhile, there's news stories that aren't nobody's talking about today and not getting enough press. There was a manhunt going on in Ohio. They're, the left is crying over separation. There were two girls that were separated from their family in Ohio by illegals who kidnapped them and raped them. We're talking about teenage girls. I didn't see anybody marching in the streets for them. And they still, uh, only one of the kidnappers was apprehended, uh, but they're all illegals from Guatemala. Guatemala. Well, you're not going to hear about that anytime that happens. There's been case after case after case about that. I remember not long after I went to the border for the first time in 2014, back when Obama was in office, and saw a lot of these same things happening, and the left wasn't harping on it then, you know, because Obama was in office. But I remember just after that, uh, there were, um, I believe it was three, actually, illegal aliens from El Salvador who had beaten a 16-year-old high schooler with a baseball bat, chopped his body up with a machete, and Mm. left him in a state park. Yeah. For people to stumble upon and find, um, you know, while everybody's harping on on immigration and, and spreading lies about the Trump administration's policies down at the border. Nobody's talking about this crazy wildfire out in Colorado that's mm-hmm. just burning up people's homes and forcing them to flee and causing God only knows how much damage that was actually uh, reportedly started by an immigrant who's been charged with arson. Now, it was a guy from Denmark. Um, you know, and, and we're still not sure about his immigration status because the federal authorities won't tell us. Right. You know, and nobody's digging into that story. Nobody's talking about that. Well, that's because the left is saying, well, he's not from Mexico. So that story doesn't really count towards the well, he's issue. That, so uh, we can't accuse Trump yeah. of racism over that one. So I guess that doesn't count. You're right. It, exactly. <laughs> um, but and then we've also got chanting at the border going on uh, and, and a movement that was started. This girl wins in New York City. She is six months ago. She was a bartender. She ends up winning 
winning at with 17,000 votes out of a district with 750,000 votes. She was the one who started this abolish ICE. Now she's apparently in control of the Democrat Party, and we've got half the country wanting to abolish ICE. But you've got a video that talked about the truth about what our border agents and what ICE are doing in terms of like your video talks about the six-year-old boy that was dumped off by his uncle on the side of the road. Yeah, and that's actually not uncommon at all. And if people would actually take five minutes to see what's happening at our border, they would realize that. Um, So a lot of really sad situations involving kids happen at our border. You've got instances like that where kids are brought across. I mean, I have no idea whether and no, no, neither does anybody else know whether this guy was actually this little boy's uncle or not. Um, That's what the little boy said and said that his uncle basically brought him across the border, told him to wait by the side of the road, that border agents would pick him up and take him to his mom in the United States, left this little boy in the middle of the desert with no shade in Arizona and just said, well, border agents will come pick you up. And it really begs the question, where was the mother? Because one of the things that's disheartening to the Dems as they've they've launched onto this narrative in order to destroy Trump as as well as to, you know, use these children as a battering ram to to destroy our borders and, and our sovereignty as a nation and basically to, you know, transform our nation. Um, but, um, part of the issue here is, uh, you know, um, the, for the Dems, it's kind of not working because Mark Penn came out with a poll that 84% of the Americans, uh, blame the parents for the fact that these kids are separated as well as the fact that people have Googled. They know that of the 12,000 kids that are here and t- 10,000 were dropped here alone. So that it's not like 12,000 kids were separated from their parents, but the American people are on the part are on the side of putting them together and then deporting them back. And which is why president Trump was elected. There's been a new poll that came out uh that uh, the trump's approval with hispanics has jumped 10 points absolutely and i you know what's the other interesting thing when you talk about hispanic particularly hispanic americans or people who came across legally one of the things i think that the left declines to talk about because it doesn't fit their narrative is when it comes to illegal alien crime the vast majority of victims of illegal alien crime are immigrants they're people Mm -hmm. in immigrant communities um, you know, obviously Americans are, are also victims and that's that's terribly tragic and we need to get a hold of that as well. Um, but immigrants don't appreciate when we just let gangbangers come across the border and set up shop in their apartment complexes mm-hmm. and victimize them and their children. They don't like that, particularly when they did it right and they came across legally and they waited in line and they came here and they tried to assimilate. Um, they don't appreciate that either. Um, and if you a lot of Hispanics uh, have actually expressed support for Trump's policies, mm-hmm. not that they don't. I mean, like like just about everybody else. Look, the right loves immigrants. We love uh, when when people want to come to America. We understand that because America is the greatest country on the face of the planet. I don't blame you if you want to come here, but we have a process. We have a process for coming here legally. And we also have a process for if you want to declare asylum and you think you have a case, you can do that mm-hmm. the right way. Um, and many immigrants have, many Hispanics have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, if if I were a Hispanic immigrant, the last thing that I would want uh, is to be put at risk and my children put at risk because you're letting people in who shouldn't be here, who are committing crimes. I mean, a lot of immigrants are on the front lines of this issue. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's not going to be a winner for for the left. Uh, clearly, um, because. 
you know, it, for President Trump to win on a seal the border platform and on a national security st- platform in terms of it's not just the southern border. It was also about the visa program and the refugees for him to have won that and involved Democrats and independents. So it's not going to be a winner for them going in. Neither is, um, you know, going to the the mob uh, mentality that's going around. Did you see the video of the um, guy who I guess he was a bartender, goes up to a teenager in a Whataburger and throws a drink on him? You know, well, he's since lost his job. But the outrage on the, the part of the American people, this kind of violence that the left and the Democrats are trying to foster and, and incite, it, it's going to backfire on them. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people want that. And I don't care whether you're talking about the left or the right. I think the average American, and this is where the extreme rhetoric really does, just doesn't, it doesn't do a, a service to anybody. And I also think that it's, it goes to show that the left is extremely out of touch with their own people. Leftist politicians are extremely out of touch with their own people. Um, because the average American, no matter where they stand on any of these issues or where they are on the political spectrum, they don't want a war zone every time they step out of their home. They, right. they, they don't. You know, they they don't want drinks being thrown in people's faces and people being accosted. I mean, those those tend to be the fringe. I don't think the vast majority of Americans want mm-hmm. that. But when the left starts adopting that as their mainstream call, when when it's no longer just, you know, the few crazies, because, look, we've got them on the right as well. We've got our crazies. They've got our crazies. When they start adopting that as their mantra, as their message, their platform. when their pundits and their politicians begin to to normalize that and to legitimize that, I think you start to lose a lot of the people, particularly those who might be a little more moderate. You saw a lot of them swing towards Donald Trump in the election mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of states that, that the left figured that they had locked down. Um, you know, again, you're not talking about issues that actually matter to the American people. You're not talking about the economy or taxes or their health care premiums. Mm-hmm. You're talking about, um, you know bathrooms and assaulting people right that's that doesn't <laughs> resonate with the average american it just doesn't so to right. be honest with you it's just sitting here myself i hope that's what they continue talking about mm-hmm. frankly i think it is what they'll continue talking yeah. about um because frankly it hasn't really it, it's no longer about reaching out to the american people understanding them listening to them solving their problems it's about hating trump and slamming him no matter what that takes and, and if a, they want to yeah. lose an election over it i guess they can and abortion that's that's really the main thing right now that they're also um they've kind of taken their attention a little bit from the borders and they've got it on to roe v wade because there's another there's an opening uh on the supreme court so we're going to take a break we come back we're going to keep the conversation rolling with miss Brittany Brittany hughes of reality check more andrea k show coming up we're going to talk scotus nominee and then we're going to talk about my man from Twitter Tuesday. I don't know if you guys heard about what happened to James Woods. He kind of owns Twitter. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back 
back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-1-1 to 85850. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you are looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Seventy-six thirty-three. Purpose funding. Eight five five six hundred seventy-six thirty-three. Gary number zero one eight six four one zero four. MS number two seven three two nine nine. Are you prepared to pay 400000 for health care and medical expenses in retirement? Total out-of-pocket spending for the average 65-year-old couple in retirement could surpass 400000 when you factor in Medicare premiums, supplemental insurance premiums, deductibles, and co-pays. Learn how you could prevent this from turning into a financial disaster on Your Money Talks this Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 1170, The Answer. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. 
Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Rolling into the final segment here on the day after a midweek holiday day. Friday Eve. Joining me in the studio right now, I'm super excited to have her. It's Miss Brittany Hughes from Reality Check on MRC TV. We've got a couple of uh, segments I want to get through, topics I want to get through before the end of the show. Um, number one is SCOTUS. They, it seems like it's gotten down to three. Uh, Kethledge, uh, Amy Barrett, and then Kavanaugh. What concerns me about Kavanaugh more than his decision that led to supposedly teed up Roberts in Obamacare is his associations. Look around who you're with and that would tell you who you are. I mean, this guy was buddy and besties with George uh, W. Bush, who I consider his compassionate conservatism to be nothing but straight up liberalism. I don't know anything about Kethledge. Amy Barrett seems to me like that should be his gal. The word I'm hearing, Brittany, is that he likes Barrett. But he's got the establishment whispering in his ear about Kavanaugh. Uh, no, the base wants Barrett. He likes Kethledge, and the establishment is whispering to him about Kavanaugh. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so, I, I, you know, the the funny thing about the whole SCOTUS process is I think that this is what confirmation hearings are for. The, the I really, for example, I mean, I, I obviously can't tell Trump who to choose. That's way right. above my pay grade. Um, I'm not an attorney. Wish I were in a case like this. Yeah, but, right. um, you know, but the thing that I really like about Barrett is, you know, I really appreciate um, that. I, I feel like I know where she stands, particularly on pro-life issues. Um, you know, that's something that a lot of people have kind of condemned her for is for being like, too Catholic or whatever, right. you know, no religious I, bias there on the part of the Dems. No, not at all. I mean, you know, it, if you if you had an atheist, I would argue that that's a religious bias as well. Quite frankly, I mean, everybody's yeah. obviously going to have their own personal beliefs about stuff. The thing about Barrett, though, is is you know, given her, I don't want to say a lack of a track record, but the fact that she's only been on the federal bench for about a year now, um, I feel like there's more that I would like to know from her. There's uh, there's not a whole lot to go on with her, other than I believe she she seems to be very strong of character, and I do appreciate where mm-hmm. she stands. I agree with you about the red flags about about Kavanaugh, um, you know, particularly with respect to some of the details of his rulings. I think that he um, I think he got some things wrong, particularly in that, you know, in the Obamacare case and then also in the pro-life case against the priests for life and, um, you know, kind of ruling that the government does have a, a compelling interest in making sure that women get access to birth control. I don't see that anywhere in the Constitution, no. quite frankly. And to me, those are two really serious red flags. To me, it's a tee-up for for him to be a Kennedy or for him, you know, uh, to be a Roberts. And I, this is not we the time We can't afford for, another we, one of those. We can't afford another one of those. And when you when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. And that's and that's who they are. So I, I think if it, I got to look into Kethledge, my gut is I like Amy Barrett. I think her lack of a track record is a good thing because that that's less ammunition that the left can use against her if all they got that she's a catholic well so what kennedy was a catholic and he upheld uh some things that were not particularly uh considered uh true to catholicism couple minutes left 
Media news. I was sad to hear that Ed Schultz, whose show I've been on many times on RT, passed away this morning. I got to tell you, before I went on his show, I thought he was a crazy left-leaning loon, and he was always a gentleman. He was always respectful, and he was the best facilitator of debate of anybody's show I went on and always gave me my time to get my points out, and I will miss him and miss going on his show. Um, James Woods, um, yesterday on the 4th of July, received a note um, from his agent telling him that he was getting rid of him, Brittany, saying for patriotic reasons. <laughs> for patriotic reasons. We got a minute left. Your thoughts? I don't know. I just, I really, you know, you might not agree with what James Woods says some of the times, but frankly, I, I don't think that you could find anybody who's more patriotic than James Woods. Well, I mean, it? this is a guy that really, truly loves his country. I truly believe. I mean, again, you don't have yeah. to agree with him on everything, but I mean, what are you talking for patriotic reasons? Well, yeah, and and I love what a James, dumb yeah excuse. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and and James Woods was like, you know, I, I was thinking if you're feeling patriotic, you would appreciate free speech and one's right to think as an individual. Oh, but that's assuming that the that that people who disagree with conservatives actually like free speech. They like they like free speech when you agree with them. Exactly. They love free speech when you agree with them. Right. Um, not so much otherwise. Yeah, their definition of tolerance is, is agreement. Yeah. Basically. Well, it, agreement and, and affirmation. It's not just enough to agree with somebody. Now you have to affirm everything and, and support them in it. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here and supporting me and my show. I appreciate I'm it. I'm going to get you to start doing my intros for Reality Check. Miss Brittany. Oh, yeah. I love that. Hey, I'll be right back <laughs> here tomorrow night on Friday, 6 p.m. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.